0: Welcome in to the DNVR Draft Pod presented by DraftKings. Use that code DNVR and the good folks at DraftKings will take care of you. Celebratory Draft Pod Henry. For one, Henry's back. And yep. Henry hasn't been with us since um he moved up to the Broncos beat. So congrats to you. Great stuff, my man. And we hinted at it on the last draft pod. But our, our guy graduated full-time, DMVR, covering the Buffs beat, Jake Schwanitz. It's uh, it's his beat to cover, and we couldn't be happier. And, and some, some great early returns, Henry. I don't know if you're following this content, but Jake's really killing it. So what up, Jake? How are you doing, man?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm doing well. Um, you know, being like thrown into a beat like this, my first one, I'm not going to lie, it's been a little uh, intimidating at times. I feel like I'm kind of drowning with the work, but, you know, oh, we're... God that we're we've just got just enough of our head above water so that we're able to get some air into the lungs so it's okay
2: (laughs) if your head's above the water you're doing something wrong absolutely (laughs) Um, oh no yeah you just gotta
0: be good you know just tilt your nose the right way that's the trick (laughs) (laughs) just imagine the water are listening to this please learn (laughs) to swim or at least (laughs) float because we do not mean what we just said those were silly analogies the dmdr swimming pod the DBR swim pod though coming to you this summer we could not be more excited <laughs> um but no henry you've uh you you just finished the three thousand word grades again something i've passed on um and we were just commiserating about how much work that takes and that's something jake's done with his experience at sis and stuff so boy just Just some football guys getting themselves in trouble by loving football just a little too much. And yet here we are with some more football stuff with the same old draft angle we always love to take on. Um, And those clowns at the AP gave us some fresh topics. New top 25. Jake, take it away. What stands out to you in this one?
1: I'm going to go right back to where we started with the coaches poll. Texas is off this top 25 Thank goodness at least the AP poll knows what is going on. They did not get a first place vote. They're completely off the top 25. <laughs> get Texas out of there. Make them earn it like every other program. Yeah. Damn it.
0: The first place vote for Texas and the coaches is hilarious. I forgot about that. That is nutty. What coach is that? Please come public with that.
1: <laughs> I mean is it Sark?
0: It must be. Um, and I won't I won't go there, but I want to go there with the sark jokes making a decision like that um <laughs> Andrew, did you have something yes
2: yeah so i'm not gonna lie i'm a little underprepared here i had been uh, studying awesome. up on the poll which has the montana grizzlies number two in the country uh oh, wow. didn't realize this is an fbs conversation today that's great hey man
0: <laughs> you got you want to throw in some fcs top prospects we're here for it especially now that the broncos don't have early picks in day two even um. Yep. Wow. Well, you know, FCSS up. Why not? I'll I'll bring the D two. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring the D two contacts. Start start calling some RMAC contacts over there. No problem. No problem <laughs> oh, at all. Wow. Um. But back to the AP. Yeah, kind of chalk. The top five is the top five. Then A and M, and we'll see. um Jimbo's big mouth. If it gets him in trouble or not. Also, well we're not going to repeat content, but Jimbo just figure out what the stuff really is and stop getting offended about things you are doing. (laughs) And rightfully so. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Utah at seven, even though Hank USC most bet on money wise future bet at all the sports books, Utah, the consensus top ranked PAC 12 team. and I don't think anyone here is too surprised
2: you Utah's actually really good. They have like the quarterback and the running backs and the offensive line and the receivers and the tight ends and the defense. So just like you look at everything, I mean, their secondary is one of the best in the country. So, yeah, I mean, this is one where I was just kind of getting ready to be angry because that they would have USC in front. Honestly, like USC at 14, that's probably it's solid. fine. It's like solid. Yep. If, if they were at 13, I'd say no, they should be in the 20s. But if you want to drop them down to 14, that's probably across the line where I can't get too outraged.
1: Well, yeah. just like the coaches poll, we have Notre Dame at fifth and then we have Oklahoma at nine. I, are we taking crazy pills, guys? Because I don't think we believe in these programs as much as the people filling out the coaches poll or the AP top 25.
0: Oklahoma, for sure. I'm not a Venables believer right now. As of this second.
2: Totally. I mean, yeah, Notre I'm Dame. right there with you. That's a. am not betting on Oklahoma at all. That's a surprise. They're up there. And honestly, even like, I don't know, Georgia, you have to have them way up at the top. I get it. They're not finishing the season. Third, they, they lost everybody.
1: Paul Feinbaum actually had a pretty fire Notre Dame rant, um right after this poll came out and he was there was news, I think throughout the kind of summer, Notre Dame has had some real struggles with injuries at the wide receiver position and they're playing Ohio state week one with probably one of, if not the best, just secondary pedigrees in the country. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we can talk about that when we get to the preview of that game, but that just seems like an early mismatch. And for a team in the top five, I don't think you can have heavy mismatches like that.
0: So are we like you, are we team Utah should have got some consideration in the top as high as three?
2: Why not? not? Who else? Like we got DJ alphabet there at number four. Uh-uh. I mean, you already <laughs> talked about Notre Dame, Georgia. I mean, come on. Why why not? Why not have Utah up there?
0: Is Michigan not getting respect? And this might be the perfect transition to go into our Big 10 talk because we are covering the Big Baller Conference all of a sudden after they added <laughs> the two LA schools. This is a, you know, this is the conference making some big swings. It's the jump the conference has made in the last 5 to 10 has definitely been huge. And I think even the draft prospects we'll get in on, um, on this episode will, will be proof of that. Um, really kind of the only conference that's been able to somewhat close that gap with the sec, but, um, yeah, Michigan, unlike UGA not getting as much of the benefit of the doubt and being ranked at eight, um, You're kind of our resident insider on the Wolverines, Jake. So let's kind of start there because I think this is one of the more intriguing teams in the top 10 going into this year. And I'm seeing not a ton, maybe not the usual prospect love we've seen from Harbaugh teams of the last three to four years in the preseason at least.
1: Yeah, there's a bit of unknown, I think, coming into this season. Obviously, they've been able to pump out those edge rushers, Aiden Hutchinson last year, Ojabo, of course. But um, it's a lot of inexperience at that position. And on the defense in particular, you 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 lost Dax Hill. You had some corners who struggled at times last year, too. And then on the offensive side of the ball, I think it's just about stability with quarterback. I think it's a lot of, yeah, you did well in 2021, Cade McNamara, but can you do it again? Um, I think he's he's got the talent too. They're also getting Ronnie Bell back, their best wide receiver, who they lost in Week One last year. So there's there's talent that's available, and there's talent I'm sure coming through the pipelines and recruiting and everything. Um, I just I don't know. I'd be I'd be even as a Michigan fan, I'd be cautiously, I guess, optimistic about this team. But it is it feels actually I think right.
2: I think in general. Things feel more open this year. Well, I don't know if that's true. You have Bama and Ohio State, but before it felt like you have Bama and Ohio State and like Clemson and like two others, and you're just like ah, there's the champion's one of those teams. Now it does kind of feel like there's there's a path at least. Either that or it's just like a, even less competitive because there's just two. But I could totally see Michigan or whoever else getting hot and, and making a run.
0: Yeah, and I mean it is the like it feels wide open this year, except for the top two. And that's yeah. where like a lot of this pod's gonna be focused on is Ohio State and what seems to be a really stacked team coming back. Though it does feel like we finally like, you know, there's always that transition of for for a while Ryan Day was still coaching like Urban Myers players. He just kind of reinvigorated them and like you know was they were balling out. Now it's like truly Ryan Day's program. And we saw, like, I don't think I've seen as weak a front seven out of the Buckeyes as we'd seen last year in like a while. A long a while. time. Yeah. Cause I mean, Sweater Vest was, didn't have them playing that year. So, it, you know, I, and I don't remember <laughs> how, how weak they were in that one year of transition with Luke Fickle. Um, I thought they were pretty stout up front, honestly. The offense was more the problem because like quarterbacks kept getting injured or Braxton mm-hmm. Miller was a freshman or what have you that year. Um, so, and that's going to be really interesting because as much as, um, if you go on DraftKings Sportsbook and you see the odds to be the top overall pick, obviously most of it's CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, right? But I'm pretty sure Paris Johnson, the offensive tackle from Ohio state is right up there. And I can only imagine that Jackson Smith in Joba, um, Jigba. and G-o. you almost got it yeah <laughs> jigba we knew that was going to be a tough one for me we this did year. we had that one circled um <laughs> you know you have like three of the top like special offensive talents in this
1: class absolutely you also have marvin harrison jr you got travion henderson at running back um you got some guys on the interior of the offensive line and yep. as i mentioned talking about the top 25 the ap poll they've, they're going to have corners too So, I mean, this team is absolutely loaded. I mean, I could see the argument for them to compete with Bama. I just – I don't know if I can quite get there yet.
2: I haven't even checked. What are Bama's odds to just win the championship? Um,
1: They're a heavy favorite.
0: I'll let Jake um, check those out because I want to stick on these. I mean, of the guys not named Will Anderson – Ohio mm-hmm. State you know it's Will Anderson Bryce Young and then the three Ohio State Guys that's kind of the consensus But it's all going to come down To that defense um, Because you do have guys like Zach Harrison who've been highly hyped um, Denzel Burke Cornerback gets some Some hype as well You've got big JT Tuamalu up front But I don't know that it's you know, None of those guys are Will Anderson That's for sure or, and I mean, you know, Ohio said, I'm sorry, Alabama still has some real special players in the secondary just feels like the Buckeyes have dropped off a little. Um, And it's, I mean, you're also going to follow them all year with, to see how great CJ Stroud is a guy who at his peak, that arm really flashes like super duper special. Um, So I, I think that's, you know, from a draft perspective, that's where it all starts is the Buckeyes. And where are the guys, the prospects going to be on defense and how special are these dudes on offense? Because last year they did some like insane stuff as first year starters and true sophomores.
1: Just to update Henry, Alabama, at the favorite plus at plus one seventy five, Ohio state at plus 300 Georgia at plus 400 and then Clemson at plus a thousand. And it's a severe drop off from there. So. I'm Insane.
2: really tempted by Bama plus 175. It's not a bad bet at all.
0: Yeah. At plus money like that. Yeah. F- Especially because in the SEC, if you're Bama, you're going to get in with two losses, mm-hmm. um, which this year ain't happening. Jake and I ran through the schedule in the last pod. Um, it's like pretty cupcake for their standards. Um, and oh, the more interesting question, Henry, and you don't have to answer now we have until the DraftKings read. But who has more regular season wins, Bama or the Buffalo Bills? Catch Henry's answer.
2: That is a good one.
0: Um, From there, Jake, you've done more of these conference previews than I have on the pod. Do you Mm want to go draft on this where we've got, you know, some more top offensive talents um, and Pete Skoronsky, or Peter for some, the O-lineman offensive tackle out of Northwestern. Do we want to kind of give our predictions um, for how the conference lines up?
1: Yeah, um, we could do that. Do you just want to go conference winner off the top here then? Yeah, you
0: guys sound like more Ohio State skeptics than me, I think. I do think Michigan's underrated, but I think Ohio State's the strong favorite.
1: For sure. I mean, I think that – you'd have to be foolish to really bet against Ohio State at this point. I mean, Michigan at plus 600 to win the Big Ten championship is not bad either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But Michigan kind of already mentioned, I mean, you just need to solidify the quarterback play. You need those wide receivers to stay healthy. If Ronnie Bell can stay healthy and those young guys that flashed at times can just take another step forward, I think Michigan will be able to kind of push Ohio State. Um, I want to go, man, to Penn State. I don't understand why this team honestly isn't giving as much love, though, With Sean Clifford coming back, I mean, this is a guy who spent a lot of time in college. He's a fifth-year senior this season. He's got Parker Washington on the outside. You lose Jahan Dotson, but Parker Washington's a very good wide receiver himself. I just think that, you know, we've seen the ability of James Franklin in this team to kind of plug and play, especially defensively. on the edge. And then, I mean, in the secondary too, they have corners. They had Jaquan Brisker, I think was his name, the safety last year. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's already flying around making plays in preseason. I just believe in this program and to see Wisconsin placed above Penn state and the odds to win the big 10 championship game just does not make any sense to me.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I also think, I mean, it is a pretty loaded conference. Like you've got, Jack Campbell and Iowa is going to be stout per usual. They actually, that front seven um, has a lot of dudes on it. Michigan State, you know, you've got some returning starters, but what Mel Tucker proved last year is he's just going to go through those JUCO rankings, transfer portal, and be able to add talent that way. So you might not know them now, but they'll become household names by week eight. Um, and Wisconsin's always tough. And look out for Braylon Allen, their star running back with some you know, low key hype. And I think yeah. that defense mm-hmm. is returning some dudes on the front seven and has been kind of at a, at a different level for the last couple of years. Like I think Wisconsin. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's going to be wide open. I'm actually kind of shocked by how many returning starters um, Michigan has on offense. Like that was an offense that could, Ground and pound you and really impose its will, like Georgia. Um, and like yikes, they have some size.
1: Yep, yep. They got uh, Blake Corum, the really good uh, yeah. junior running back, now returning. Also, um, yeah, I mean, we've shown this team has shown that they're able to kind of plug and play along the offensive line. They've always recruited well there. To go back to your Wisconsin analysis, though, I think what what it comes down to with Wisconsin is how much do you believe in Graham Mertz? Because, I mean, he was kind of a phenom when he came in as a freshman, but, man, I got to tell you, last year really left a bad taste in my mouth when it came to him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, living no with figure. a Wisconsin fan at the, at the time. He was so hyped. He was he was so hyped. I think what, like, Jack Cohn was starting over him initially. Mm-hmm. He was like, what mm-hmm. the hell are they doing? Come on, you got to you go whatever. And then he gets in and he's just terrible. Like, actually, no, that first game, he was incredible. The he first that game, one the really, one really, really good. Game. Yeah. And then ever since then, he has not looked like the top quarterback recruit in the country. So, yeah, I, I don't know. We'll wait and see with them. I'm curious about Nebraska. Is there I know Nebraska has like the whatever 10 losses last year where they were within seven points or whatever the stat is. It's not that, but yeah. it's something. Mm hmm. Is there actually any reason to think they'll be good?
1: Um, I mean, Scott Frost is, like, abusing his offensive linemen and, like, forcing them to throw up at practice in the summer. So that's – uh I mean, that's something to watch out for, I guess. Oh to have God. a gassed offensive line by mid-September, that's, that's not good.
2: He's bragging about them puking 15 times a day. Like, how out of touch do you have to be to be bragging about that?
0: What a sicko. Um <laughs> Clip that and put that on the buff spot because, like, nothing makes you fit right into the beat more than that.
1: That's just well, amazing. that's segment one, I guess, for tomorrow's buff spot. <laughs> yeah. listening right now,
0: what kind of an out of touch moron is Scott Frost? Should be the headline on that one. Um, I would tune in, <laughs> and so, um, but yeah, um, Casey I see Thompson think at quarterback for Nebraska,
1: though. Yeah, Casey Thompson, the guy from Texas, uh, a transfer from Texas at quarterback. I I mean, I didn't really think I saw much from him either. Um, It's going to be, I think, a lot of when, gosh, is, was it Taylor or Adrian Martinez? It's like they just they just had a Martinez every few years to play quarterback for them. I no, can't no, remember it, who it was. It wasn't was was Adrian, Adrian. Magic
0: was the more recent. Adrian was the more disappointing later one. Um, okay. P Magic, so, I mean, as they call them, in the Polini <laughs> That was fun oh, good.
1: Bo Pelini gets a shout out today, too. Um, of course, man. I just don't believe in Nebraska. I'm sorry. I mean, Scott Frost has been there. This is his, what, fourth, third season, and it's just haven't really seen any real momentum coming. The UCF season kind of starting to seem like a flash in the pan and just look like that school actually sort of recruits itself in a way. And maybe it wasn't all Scott Frost bringing in those guys. So, yeah, kind of uh, thumbs down on Nebraska this year over here, too.
0: There you go. Um, so, then official predictions as we go into this DraftKings um, read for let's do division winners on the Big Ten because Ohio State minus 215. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just too easy. So, the and of course, you know, what are they calling it? The East Division. Okay, I can read. I can read the East Division. They're minus 340 favorites. Michigan plus 425, Penn State plus 900. If you were to take Michigan, just take them to win the conference at plus 600. Mm-hmm. That's the smart bet there. The West, however, Wisconsin plus 190, Nebraska plus 360, <laughs> Iowa plus 400, Minnesota plus 450. Row the boat, baby. Purdue plus 600, Aiden O'Connell. We haven't talked about him. People are high on Aiden O'Connell. Maybe yeah. some, uh another Cal Orton. Um, Hey, that's mm-hmm. a, that's a future pro right there. Mm-hmm. Who wins the West boys? That's,
2: that's the real question. here. I think Colorado might, if they were in it, I'm being honest. Here. I don't think it would take much. <laughs> hey now. Hey that's hey a now. wild division. Yeah. Like you right? would think with all the talent that some would be over there, but there's just none. Um, kind of like the sec
0: east you know where if like florida's down and georgia are down it's it's a disaster now georgia has picked up this georgia
2: is pretty solid yeah Um, (laughs) but wisconsin (laughs) uh you've got to go with wisconsin i feel like like iowa maybe is tempting but they're gonna blow a couple games just because they can't score more than 17 points or whatever minnesota eh, this is where you start to like take that turn to team zero it's like they're not they're not winning a division
1: I think I'd take Iowa, honestly. Um, I just, I mean, like I said, Graham Mertz, I don't know if I can buy in that much and just believe in him for a full season like that already spewed my thoughts on Nebraska, but Iowa, you're going to get a well-coached football team. That's uh, you know, they're going to run the hell out of the ball. They're going to play conservative. They're probably going to have a sick linebacker that gets 120 tackles this year. Um, So That's, that's my reasoning. I just think that Iowa is probably the most consistent program at this point in the West, at least.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, And as if that wasn't clear enough, new customers right now at DraftKings Sportsbook, because college football is back, that $5 on just a, a college football bet, this is insane. And when 200, um, yeah. And get $200 in free bets instantly win or lose. This is absurd. Um, so yeah, just, uh, I guess I've heard that read before, but it never really clicked how absurd that is. <laughs> and <laughs> we are all in on Iowa at plus 400, or you could just do some parlays and throw in Ohio state to win the conference. Real, real easy parlay filler. Um, we yep. are
1: real all- Alabama national championship in there too. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh, yeah, and That's a college football bet. Gotcha. DraftKings. Sorry. Oh, we read the fine print. Got them. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code DMVR to bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code DMVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. One per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager $200 issued as eight $25 free bets restrictions. Apply. See terms at DraftKings.com. Start Sportsbook for details. Um, Yep, gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. And we also need to give a shout out to the official beer of DMBR, Breckenridge Brewery. Football is coming back. That to me means the fall is coming back. And that means, you know, nice amber ale, like the Avalanche Amber Ale. Time to get back to replenishing the fridge with those. Um, you know, we're all South boys here, but But a good amber ale, nothing hits like that at a nice tailgate. In fact, glorious weather, glorious weather right now. Uh, Some real midday, you know. I'm in my my little house in my backyard, um, and uh, it's very nice. Sometimes it can get very very warm. Not today. Avalanche amber ale. I mean, we're celebrating that that cup dub still. I love it. That'll that'll occur for years and years. So you got to do that with the Breckenridge Avalanche. of course, the official beer of the MVR. Check out the old beer locator at breckbrew.com to find a brew near you and get that fall drinking on. All right. Now, can we talk some prospects? Mm-hmm. I, know, I know we've kind of done that already, um, but since we, we cover CJ Strout, we all need to go on the record. CJ Strout or Bryce Young entering the season as QB1. Henry go
2: I'll take CJ Stroud mm. um uh, Bryce Young is just a little bit too much Tua for me and that's probably a really lazy take but mm. there's some similarities there enough cool to make me think like ah yeah is he actually an NFL quarterback or can he just fling it around pretty well for where he is because it, it used to be I feel like college quarterbacks they were like a Tim Tebow type it's like, yeah, that's not really gonna translate, but it's like worth a try, you know. Guys like that. Now I feel like it's all these little guys who really throw the ball around. Like, like just let it go all over. Um, that I worry more about. Like the trend is just changing. Um yeah. And I don't in the know.
0: NFL, those cannon arms are kind of what makes the difference. Like- exactly.
2: And it's so like Bryce Young just doesn't have that. CJ Stroud, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm not in love with him either. I'm starting to not love this quarterback class as as much as I thought I would, but I'll take Stroud for now.
1: I mean, lots of intriguing guys, but I agree, Hank. Mm -hmm. I think it's a long way to go before we really know exactly what we have in these quarterbacks. I'm going to go, I'd go with Bryce Young though, honestly. Um, I I think the mobility factors in there a bit more for me, just plays in the, like running around, even behind the line of scrimmage and throwing the ball um that's where i give him the edge i'm still a little hung up on cj stroud how he started the year last year and just he was shaky at times i mean he was he was good but uh i think him part of the thing too is you know going from justin fields to him and just seeing that drop off level of play i do think that stroud has a while ago a while to go until he's consensus consensus number one level
0: yeah his lower half needs to come along um just footwork a little too much flat footed stuff now that The throws he can make (laughs) without Mm -hmm. really getting any of his lower half engaged are, um, you know, big time. Also um, had quite the receiving core last year, like no joke, a spectacular receiving core. Um, Bryce Young though. Yeah. It's, it really is uh, the highest end traits versus more of that feel and, whole package as a quarterback so it's going to be one of the funner um top of the draft qb discussions and i lean just slightly towards bryce young because of that poise and kind of um big game moments he showed last year i mean and and that all combines with the mobility like if he doesn't if he didn't have the ability to kind of scramble and move around and also you know he maybe doesn't have the super duper really high end trait arm, but shit to those Mechie and uh, Williams seem to be getting some long bombs and stride just fine. You know, and I, Mm -hmm. I get, you know, those guys were no, no slouches either. I just mentioned Strout and the advantage he had with those wide receivers. Um, But so that's going to be a really, really interesting um, discussion. Also Bama's line and run game, just like we were talking about Ohio state's defensive front, the weakest since Saban's like first year, probably, um, where you didn't really have a star running back. The couldn't really get much push up the middle. Um, so that's an interesting one. But yeah, outside of that, any um, other prospects you guys want to touch on uh, now that we've gotten past the C.J. Stroud discussion?
2: You um,
1: can just. Go
2: ahead, Hank. Yeah, uh Jackson Smith and Jigba we brought him up earlier, oh, but that man's a go. monster. Like, that's the best player in the Big Ten to me. Um, three 347 yards in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. That's wild for a receiver. That's wild for anybody. Even if a quarterback does that, you're like, oh, yeah, that's a really good game, isn't it? No. Receiver, he caught 347 yards, and that's in a competitive game, too. Like that was a that was a field goal game. And mm-hmm. I don't know that if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will.
1: I mean, he just straight up outproduced Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave last year in terms of yardage and receptions. I mean, those guys had the touchdown numbers on him, but he outgained them by almost 500 yards in receiving. He had 25 more receptions in Garrett Wilson. I mean, this guy is just a bona fide stud. And also they have Marvin Harrison Jr. there, too. So there's going to it's going to be a highly talented receiving core again. But this guy is. I don't even. I don't want to put a comparison on him yet, but I think we're looking at a potential top five, at least top ten prospect yep. yeah. here.
0: Yeah, and I mean more of a consensus top guy at the wide receiver position than we've had in years past.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: if, you know, you've got some good guys even in the in the Big Ten, which I'm sure we will touch on. But um, he really stands out. I I didn't realize he'd outproduce those two. That is insane. Um, what stands out to me about him is he is
1: thick.
0: Um, like, And I think this is kind of, you know, it's the direction we've been moving in with wide receivers is where like yak monsters are the vibe, the depot types. And he is just a handful in the open field. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, on top of that, maybe not the longest dude, but seemed to really adjust to throws, just natural hands. You know, the over-the-shoulder stuff comes so naturally. Um, so he is unbelievable. I I think that is kind of a hot take. He's the best prospect in the Big Ten. Um, but yeah, you might not be wrong. Like I think, I think a wide receiver won't have been this hype since probably like Sammy Watkins, which kind of an expect. Which should tell you yeah you know. sure um the the other area where the big team the big 10 seems to really be highlighted is on the o-line i touched on paris johnson um that scheme is a little different you know it's very like spread air eighty. guys don't have their hands in the ground as much as i'd like um so pairs can still be a little sloppy um just you know kind of like a, a mountain of a man like going where he needs to go but boy does he move naturally um and it's it's not just the quick feet but he seems like to really have an agile uh hips and knees um and be able to sync with those natural benders um Mm -hmm. so he he's an intriguing dude for sure the sky's the limit for him um though there are some mixed reviews like not everyone's super high on him um I think actually DraftKings sportsbook and those first overall odds are the highest, but I think that is based because you know it's more of an upside game of who would be the first overall pick and like do it as upside
1: for days. Um, I'm gonna go to Michigan here, and Lord help me here. This guy's name is Olu Oluwatimi. Watimi. Um, he was a center at Virginia the last five years. Grad transferred to Michigan. He's playing at center. Was one of was graded by PFF as one of the best run blocking centers in the country. Uh, we already kind of talked about this offensive line just plugging and playing. They went and found a grad transfer even. So
2: uh, I'll throw Joey Porter Jr. out there from Penn State. Come on. That's a he's just so big and strong for a corner. Also weird, right? Cornerback Joey Porter yeah. Jr. You wouldn't expect that. Um, but yeah, I mean Pat Sertan build not necessarily Pat Sertan, obviously, but that's kind of yeah. the style of player you're looking for. That's, yeah. I mean, he's going to be another high draft pick.
0: Yeah. And kind of an unusual cornerback class. Like the top guys are, yeah, there's upside. Um, but I don't know that I'm very com- like the last <laughs> few years It felt like we were much more convinced of like Stingley and Patrick Sertan coming into the year. Yeah. Um, not so much this year where the Eli Ricks, the transfer from
1: yeah. LSU to Bama.
0: LSU to Bama. Jeez, that's, I, mm-hmm. I knew that was it, but it almost seemed crazy to say that. I know. It's weird. It's our transferring from LSU to B- That's insane. Um, the, the other corner um, opposite Darren Kennard at Georgia getting some hype. And then it's like, uh, yeah, Christian yeah. Gonzalez, Joey Porter mm-hmm. Jr. Like it's very open. Um, but no, as I mentioned, it's the offensive line, Peter Skaransky, NFL bloodlines, Northwestern offensive tackle. That's obviously an area where Northwestern has had some track record. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be the same old BS. I need to dig into the tape a little more, but the guy seems, you know, really polished and really clean tape. Um, and I mean, that's it, when you're doing it at a program like Northwestern in the big 10, that's going to grab my attention a little more as well. And then Jalen Duncan's an offensive lineman with a ton of upside at Maryland. Almost talked about him in the ACC episode last week because that's mm-hmm. how long I am. Yeah, it does, still doesn't click in my stupid brain that Maryland's in the Big Ten. But um, Jalen Duncan, look out for him because he's, uh, I think, you know more, more finesse, um, but really intrigued by his pass pro skills.
1: Uh, real quick, going to Purdue, Aiden O'Connell, you mentioned him, Andre, yeah. the quarterback, had a really good year last year. I think a lot of people just kind of got wrapped up in David Bell. and I mean, he had 93 receptions for nearly 1,300 yards, but I think a lot of that might have actually been Aiden O'Connell. Um, just really efficient quarterback play, 71% completion percentage, only threw for 3,700 yards, but 28 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. Definitely, you got to keep an eye on.
0: Mm-hmm. DeWalt Jones out of Ohio State's massive as well. Another big offensive line at 6'8", 360. Um,
2: Goodness.
0: Yeah, I don't usually like guys like that, but okay. what can we say? I'll
2: throw Sam Laporta out there, tight end from Iowa.
1: Yeah. Just a yeah. big
2: old dude. Um, What, 670 yards last year? That's pretty solid, especially in an Iowa offense, but.
0: Yeah, the other big ones to me are Zach Harrison, Jack Campbell, edge for Ohio State. We'll see. Um, How's Jonathan Cooper looking out there, Hank?
2: He was fast yesterday. Like, there was one play where it's like it's a throwaway and he's kind of just running the guy toward the – he's not really doing anything. He's done almost nothing. It's a real shame because he was so good last year in that one game. So he's not full speed yet? He is full speed. He's just not good. Oh, he's just. Mm, <laughs> man. <laughs> His yeah. fifth
0: gear is slower than everyone else's fifth gear. Is what he's he's just.
2: Shame. Like, he hasn't gotten a sack in camp. He's done almost nothing. It's a real shame.
0: Um, Jack Campbell, though, is huge and really moves well. I was a star linebacker. Um, so look out for him. I actually am kind of surprised he's not getting a little more draft love um and just in general like there's going to be a ton of talent to talk about on the o lines for these in this league and actually i think kind of at running back might be an intriguing year where between mm-hmm. you know, michigan ohio state the uh wisconsin kid i mentioned um Mohamed i think Ebrick we have no Mo- go back yeah he's yeah. coming back um so yeah no you're gonna have you're gonna have some talent there um Yeah, even Ronnie Bell, what happy. But it does feel like we're leaning more offense than we have in a while in the Big Ten, which usually used to be where you'd find all your front seven talent, or a lot of Mm -hmm. front seven talent. Uh,
1: New age college football, I
0: guess. Sad. Now they're bringing in LA LA teams. It's just going more and more in that direction. Um,
1: And it sounds like they might be looking to open up the conference again here very shortly, too, so.
0: What's the what's the latest?
1: Um, well, I don't have the link pulled up right now, but I remember seeing that the Big Ten was they're they're not done is basically the quote. So,
0: oh boy, yeah, there's going to be a lot to talk about all season. Um, Goddamn Big Ten, ruining everything. But there's gonna it'll give us a lot to talk about. And it should be a pretty exciting conference. Certainly one that we will be locked in on with, uh, you know, all the top prospects and everything else that uh, I think that's going to do it fellas. Unless you have any parting thoughts there. No, I see Hank uh, nodding his head. Yes. No FCS prospects to mention. Um, That's fine. You can, we'll give you, we'll do mountain West and FCS. And then I think we'll have rivaling big boards on next week's, Ooh. Um, so and, big
1: 12
0: and big 12 we've got the big 12 mm-hmm. so so still still some offseason shows to to knock out the way before college football is actually back it is so close i cannot wait um check all of hank's great stuff out check all of jake's stuff out if you enjoy this pod you definitely will enjoy all the great um real in-depth football stuff those guys bring you I'm Andre Simone. Shouts to Justin, who I'm sure will be back soon. And uh, that's it for us.